Tony P, Charles, Mike, and here with today's topic is Phil. And to think I set up a bit to do, but yet Steph comes in. Well done, Steph. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is your adequate host, Philip D. Keating, the imaginary nomad himself. Welcome back to the Almost Daily Discourse, where today we are talking about how stupid we are. Well, we do that every week in every episode, <laughs> don't every we? Every show, yeah. <laughs> but this time, we're talking about injuries. Some some of our most painful or most memorable injuries that we have suffered during uh, our life and our span here on this world. Uh, I got a question. I got a question. Oh, yeah. All right. I, did, I didn't realize you and Tony swapped places. <laughs> what? Because you you blew right past introducing the guest of the show. Oh! okay well first off you cut me off in the middle of my intro oh really yeah really really really, you dumb (laughs) dumb dick what i was about to say next was you know my story is pretty great but the story i want to hear first comes from our guest (laughs) kurt booten that's not what he was going to say. <laughs> but it was a great save, Phil. I, yeah. I'm feeling pretty injured right now. So so this is a great story. Um, no, wow, injury story. So I've got two. One of them's dumb, and the other one is just a kid thing. But um, So I'll go you with the dumb one. <clears throat> no. Well, <laughs> I swear I injured uh, a kid. That's a different story altogether. So... Yeah. We gotta um, wait three more years, and then the statute of limitations is up. We can tell that story. Exactly. So, uh, probably uh, the weirdest injury story that I have is I was on a trip uh, out west. So I was in LA for a trade show, and it was the night before Thanksgiving, and so I was flying home to meet up with my family and and be home in time for Thanksgiving. As I get on the plane, you know, when you go to get to your seat, uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, room to negotiate, you know, in there. So as I'm getting to my seat, I plant my right foot and I twist to get into my seat and blow my knee out. Have a meniscus tear right there as I'm getting into my seat on the plane. Now, my first thought was, Oh my God, this hurts. And then uh, I started thinking about, well, I can't say anything because if I do, everybody <laughs> is going to hate me because they won't make it home for Thanksgiving. Kurt's like, oh my God, my knee just blew up like a bomb. And, and so I, I sit there. You can't say bomb on a plane. I know. Well, no, no, it was, no, it was the early 90s. You could still say bomb. So, um, so I missed the early 90s. So I, 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 get to Chicago, my connecting flight, and I wait to be the last person off the plane because I know I can't make it to the gate. Uh, and so get off the plane, get one of those little carts that that you know drive you to the gate, get on the plane in Chicago, and painful as all get out, I'm sitting in a window seat, and the walls start coming in, and I feel like I'm going to pass out. And I start breathing. I go, because if I pass out and somebody notices it, we're stopping the plane and they're going to bring in the ambulance and nobody's going to make it home for Thanksgiving. I made it back, get in the air, call my wife and say, don't worry, I'm okay, but we have to go to the emergency room uh, because I hurt my knee. 
and she never gets the call. So she meets me at the airport, kids in a stroller, in tow, <laughs> and I come off the airplane in a wheelchair. <laughs> and I went, everything's good. Just got to go to the hospital. And yeah, ended up being like six months of therapy and arthroscopic surgery two months after it happened. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. I love that you were so concerned about everybody else's Thanksgiving except your family's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he's still getting back. No, he's still getting back to his wife. You know, he's well, a seer. That's what I mean. Like, he I tried. stayed in Chicago, and like everybody right. else would have been fine, and his family wouldn't have had to see him. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I've never <laughs> torn a meniscus, but if I do, everybody's gonna know. I, I'm just telling you that now. Like, oh, the I plane, have. Yeah. the stewardess. Uh, people on the other plane, there. Everyone's gonna know. Oh yeah. crap! I just tore my meniscus. Stop well, I, what you're doing and and I, and sort this out. I made a point of telling them once we got in the air. I told I told the 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 flight attendants because I just said I'm just gonna need help getting off the plane and getting to my next gate. I need to make it home. Um, and can so, you slide me some free shots of vodka to help right, with it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no. Literally, it was like, well, if I drink some liquid, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. And that's not <laughs> Oh, no, that's oh, not going to yeah. happen. Can you just please help me? Help me. Hold <laughs> it for hey, me. Can you look the other way while I hold a vomit bag in my lap to pee in it? <laughs> Thanks. Kurt, had you had you torn a meniscus before? No. Like, I, I wouldn't even know what happened. I'd be like, something is the matter. I felt a pop I, in I my knee. I felt a pop in my knee, which felt really gross, and it hurt like hell. And that was that was kind of it. And I didn't even know it was meniscus tear until I got to the hospital later that night. How's your meniscus knee now? My knee, actually, I can tell the weather with it now. Um, <laughs> right, but, but no, it's fine. It's it's fine. It just uh, it it does flare up a little bit with the weather. Because I'm an old Because you're a hundred. And that's why they call you Pop Pop. Because pop, of your pop. shit knees. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's not in term of endearment. It's just my shit knees. The meniscus oh, is the big the big thick boy in the front, right? No, it's it's the it's a disc shape that kind of keeps your knee together. It's yeah. it's it's hard to I explain. A, I think that was a purposeful softball to Charles. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I've, I've uh, torn mine as well, Kurt. Yeah, uh, oh, Mister. Not Mister. Works on the ambulance over here. Knows his body parts. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh I only okay. know the ones that I broke. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know the meniscus because I broke it. So there. Uh, so I had super stressed out. Been working way too much. Bad financial situations. It's before I had kids. Uh, so it's worse now. Uh, but uh, I was like, you know what? I need a break. I had arranged with our friend to use his motorcycle. Another friend of mine is coming in. We're going to ride together. We had the path all planned out, except for one part that I didn't think about. And I'm on this Honda. It's like an 1100 Honda Shadow or something like that. And I'd only learned as a bear on a motorcycle, I'd only learned on a 350. Like I could gun that thing and barely do a wheelie. So that's how I learned to ride a motorcycle was on this little bike that really couldn't do crap with my weight on it. And so now I'm on 1100, which is a man's bike. And everything's going fine. We get fuel, whatever. And the one part I forgot about that starts our trip off is there's this railroad track you have to go over. And 
the key to this railroad track is it's at a 45 freaking degree angle up a hill and then you come over and then everything will be fine and as we're riding up my buddy's riding with me yeah yeah there you go swan circus bear on a tiny bike uh <laughs> my buddy's riding with me who's the expert rider who should be like oh i'm gonna take care of him he thought it was funny to take off and he saw you know the train was coming because they were doing the the warning stuff so he goes over the tracks and then he goes oh shit maybe i should wait on well I get caught on the track, so I'm stopped, dead stop, holding the bike up on a 45-degree angle on a bike I've never ridden before. That is way more powerful than a 350. And sure enough, even though I try to give it a little bit of gas, world goes upside down, I flip. Apparently, my leg didn't leave the ground as I flipped. So I'm laying there as a paramedic. I'm laying on the ground going, okay. And if you, you should watch the video. You go to uh, twitch.tv. Wait, wait, slash- wait. wait. Oh, yeah, bury the lead. <laughs> what? No, no, I'm not oh, done yet. I'm not done yet. I'm gonna show you what I did. I'm gonna make everybody can't see it in the podcast. I'm telling you, Twitch.tv slash not that video. I don't have a video of me wrecking. Oh, the video oh. of this. The video of oh. this as I do my checks. Anyway, I'm shaking my head back and forth, lightly going, okay, my neck seems fine, my back seems fine, my arms, and I go to move my knee, and just like Looney Tunes, white hot stars fly. I hadn't opened my eyes yet. So white hot stars fly like, oh yeah. Let's not do that again. And so my buddy comes over, and I got road rash, whatever, it's fine. Uh, but he helps me out. Of course, somebody called 911. I was a paramedic in that county. So I was waiting for one of my buddies to come pick me up on the ambulance. And they get there, and they see it's me. And like, okay, here's the deal. I've already done my whole assessment of myself. It's just the knee. I don't want to know damn backboard. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. And uh, ultimately, I severed my ACL. Which is the big one in the front. Okay, that's the one that you're thinking of that keeps them together. Uh, and then it tore some of my meniscus. Uh, ultimately, was out for a while. Kept bugging the doctor to get the surgery done. And he was a jackass. So I ended up getting a different doctor. He sent me back to work, though. So I worked on the ambulance with my joints grinding like this for two months. Eating Motrin like it was candy. Uh, had surgery. Came back bigger, stronger. Now I'm the Hulk smash. It's all right. Ugh. Am I, I the just, only one disappointed that there was no video? No video. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. No, I was just about to say when you're like, "Yo, you got to check out the video," and it's like, "No, I meant this video." Yeah. Like what a that's that's. <laughs> whole I mean, I, I realized I was gonna be doing like because checking my neck. All, you got to watch the Twitch video because you see all four of our eyes light up, <laughs> and then the fucking man behind the curtain reveals that nope, just the Twitch video, and we all just drained. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. What about you, yes. Tony? I mean, you don't seem like somebody that that injures themselves too too often. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know I, you from 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 your youth, but you never came across as like a risk taker that would, you know, get on flights and hurt your knees or uh, play with <laughs> motorcycles. No, I I certainly avoid the motorcycles. I know how to sit in a plane, so um, I'm pretty good there. <laughs> uh, but you're right i'm not you, you guys know me you know i try to keep it in the house when i do go outside i put my floaties and stuff on so there's no <laughs> well, you know, statistically no, no most injuries and death occur around the house just so you know they do that's why yeah. you got to wear your floaties um <laughs> but i want to say i was like three or four years old um and we lived on an army base at the time this would have been early 80s but in army base world that means like home decor of like late 60s you know because it's old government furniture and stuff so they had the old old metal 
uh, horizontal Venetian blinds that now they're like super thin and, and light and cheap. But this was like a, a giant metal structure. Yeah, and what's funny, it, yes, exactly. That. <laughs> and what's funny is my, my mom like kept an eye on me like 24, seven minus like a minute or something. I was going to do the math, but I couldn't do it. Um, but for like one second, something else got her attention. And in that time I was pulling on the Venetian blinds and it pulled the entire thing down and it hit me in the head. Uh, and split my skull open basically. Mm. Uh, so I'd like, I don't know, like 13, 14 stitches from the front of my forehead to the back of my head. Is there video? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's this old uh, eight millimeter. I was gonna say it's like, eight millimeter, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Um, there's a there's a, a pianist playing like the boing. Yeah, it's a heliotrope. Like, yeah. It's not even a movie. <laughs> it's just a horse running yeah. <laughs> or a train. Uh, so yeah, blood everywhere. Um, a scar to this day. I like to make up stories about like my time in Nam or you know the gunfight. Oh, whatever. I just mix it up but <clears throat> yeah that was that was the big one that all these years later 40 30 some odd years later i think my parents still feel bad about i've gotten over it like i'm like guys it's fine it's kind of a cool scar like don't let, let it go oh my god i um, can't wait to meet your parents and just bring this up the first time i, I meet them yes oh, no, i can't believe they let that happen to you so my poor oh sweet my Tony. Yeah. Phil's gonna bring up this story. I'm gonna just ask. I'm just gonna greet him with, "Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Saucy Nugs, how y'all doing?" Because <laughs> it's a family name, right, Tony? Saucy Nugs. Yeah, no. And the funny thing is, my mom would be like, "Ha!" And my dad'd be like, "What?" Because your mom listens. And she gets your show. Well, they both watch and listen, yeah. but yeah, my mom wouldn't care. My dad'd be like, "What the? Get this cracker out the house." <laughs> So. <laughs> but they said that before Charles opened his mouth. That's true. So, yeah, that's yeah. fair. The I get that a lot. In. Yeah. So Mike, I mean, you, uh, you're an idiot. Uh, yeah. You, where do I you start? Were a, bud? You were a punk kid. You were a skateboarder. Uh, you probably enjoyed a lot of terrible emo music as you you, you rolled around the half pipes and and whatnot. <laughs> I saw that you took your uh, your fiance skateboarding still, even though you yep. you both are in your mid thirties. Yep. Uh, yeah, risk takers. What are you doing? So let me <laughs> let me let me ask you, what are some of the most prolific injuries that still are burned into your brain? Yeah. So um, I think my most annoying injury was it was a week before the Slapshot reunion show. Uh, Slapshot's this like historic hardcore band out of Boston. Uh, they're like within the scene, they're, they're legends, right? And yeah, so yeah, the Hanson brothers come out, they open up for, for Slapshot <laughs> and, then, uh, mean, and then the show starts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so like <laughs> we, we were going to a basement show where my buddy's grind band was playing uh and we're we're moshing in the basement and the bassist of his band catches me just right in like my back mm. and pops a hole in my lung oh dude i have no idea what's going on all i know is at the end of the night it's pretty hard to swallow a drink <laughs> the paramedic never he deflated his lung that's so what's I going go on home. 
like I drive everybody home about an hour away, uh, drop everybody mm -hmm. off. I'm on the internet after talking about the show, talking about how excited I am for the Slapshot show next week. Da, 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 da. And it gets harder and harder to breathe. So I'm like, you know what? I should probably lay down. I'm an asthmatic. I'll take a couple of puffs of my inhaler and then lay down. I'll be good. As I lay down, uh -huh. all of a sudden my neck starts to fill with air and like close off my like my esophagus and I can't mm -hmm. breathe. So I decide to drive myself to the ER uh, and I get in there and they're like, yeah. I don't have any idea what this is. Uh, I should preface this with saying that, like, I lived in the middle of bumpfuck nowhere. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, like, the ER that I went to, I mean, Charles could have ran the place. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it but they, they still have real doctors, right? So, hold on. Like, you went to the in... vet? he's not wrong Honestly, the real doctors sometimes are like plastic surgeons pediatricians who don't look at adult injuries very often they're just picking up some extra money at the er it's crazy so like, don't go to the er guys it's scary also i wouldn't take my dog there so no, <laughs> it wasn't even a vet <laughs> but so uh I like I'm sitting there and they're like, yeah, uh, we think you tore a hole in your esophagus from screaming so much at the show. And to That's me, not I'm a thing. Like, to me, I'm like, I mean, sounds legit. Uh, I was screaming a lot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and so they like won't let me drive to a real ER to be like looked at. And they put me in an ambulance. Y'all, those ambulances are fucking expensive. Yes, sir. They are. Uh, especially when you don't have health insurance. So, $4,000 later, mm -hmm. I arrived at the hospital where yep. they actually told me, hey, this is what happened to you. Uh, also, we're going to keep you in here for three days. Uh, and in the meantime, they paraded like all the like learning doctors because it was like a, a teaching medical a school. You went to Scrubs. Hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to yeah. Sacred Heart. <laughs> and so they they I'm parade all these like students through to like poke my chest and feel all the air uh -huh. that's like in my body did you trapped. feel it by the way oh yeah yeah it was like rice krispies exactly let's go crepitus it's so cool it's oh. like popping little no, air ball. oh that's so good not cool that's awful and so like my hands were wrap. like yeah, he yeah was. my hands were twice as big like my whole body was swollen like a balloon fucking like bubble boy yeah, and they like kept me there for three days. I missed the Slapshot show. Oh, so, like, no. no. So I'm sitting there overnight, and like my overnight nurse comes in. She's like, you seem super bummed today, like more bummed than you were when you first got here. And you like you leave in a couple days. Like Things are good. And I was like, yeah, but I'm missing Slapshot tonight. And she was like, oh, that is tonight. Yo, Peace and out, then yo. she started telling and me all these hardcore stories. She takes her scrubs off and has a slap shot shirt <laughs> yeah. on. And she's like, See ya, bitch. Yeah. Honestly, basically, she was like, Oh, yeah, you know, I grew up in Orange County and like I'm friends with all the dudes in Throwdown and like da 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 da. And she starts like hardcore name dropping on me. And I'm like, Did we just become best friends? Like you and me, overnight nurse? Are we going to listen to hardcore all night? Like, no, nurses are fucking busy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she but, pushed you out of the bed yeah yeah exactly she punched me a couple of times and was like this it's is just this is also where you learn deer pit house was all made up yeah <laughs> got it 
Oh, yeah, so, so that's whole time I, my, I, I thought it was the hockey movie. I was like, oh, it's a screening right? of a hockey movie. I thought so too. Like, oh, <laughs> I felt so excited. No, it's not that. Oh. Well, that's uh, what so I was that's about probably to... my like best injury story, I think. Um That's a good yeah, one. I, so I, honestly, dude, punctured lung uh slash drove myself to the hospital <laughs> slash no one knew what yeah. it was. I feel like that's hard to top. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Interestingly enough, so he hit you, right? Right as you had to take that big breath, because he didn't puncture you, he just popped the lung. You know statistically how hard that is to do? Yeah. You're you're uh, I also know else. how hard he hit me. So it goes <laughs> so two happy, together. So yeah. happy that you survived a punch from one punch man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what those uh, 1,000 push-ups will get you, man. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, um, Phil? A, a basketball player recently, they were giving him a shot in his ribs for, like, pain reliever or a football player or something. Football, it was a quarterback. For, was it? Yeah, it was the well, starting who, quarterback. Who was it? Uh, I and, forget what team. The Chargers? Is it the dude from Buffalo? No, it was Char- I think it was the the San Diego Chargers starting uh, starting quarterback. Anyway, and they missed. I mean, it's the team doctor, and they were giving him a shot in his ribs, and they they basically went too far and punctured his lung. This is a a obviously that's bad for anybody, but B he's a ten million dollar not anymore you know, investment for that team. Yeah, that this doctor was like, oh, my, hey, dog, my bad. Like, yeah, well, and, and, you know, nothing helps you breathe really strong like a cortisone shot right to the lung. I mean, that was yeah. the best that lungs ever worked. And now that has happened, <laughs> if he gets hit again, the likelihood of it happening again keeps going up. So yeah. he might have lost his career because of that. So thank you, yeah. Mike, for letting everyone know to just give you a free shot in the lungs every time we see you. And yeah. like, hey, buddy. But funny enough, Charles, that is the discussion. Like, hey, man, this guy's career may be over. Um, and the same thing with the football players. It's crazy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thanks. I got um, uh, hit in the head with a metal baseball bat once. Yo, uh, Phil hasn't uh, told was... his story. You can't go back for seconds when they haven't got first Wait, yet. You can double dip. Tell theirs? Phil, oh, Phil, the, the host of this friend. episode. No, 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 no. Double dip it. Double dip it. I want to no, hear how someone I'm... bonked you in the head. I'll make it quick, Phil. I'm sorry. I thought, you know, we no, got through no four apologies. people. That was enough. Hey, no apologies. Uh, <laughs> this is a discussion. There's no order. Um, real quick, uh, we I was younger. Again, you're right. I don't leave the house anymore because of this stuff. Uh, I was about eight or nine years old. We were playing golf, air quotes, golf in the backyard with tennis balls and a baseball bat. But you just like hit you it do. on the ground. So it's golf. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and somebody decided to like belt one and just launch it. And I was standing behind him. So he like reeled back oh. and it was, it literally, I heard the like, Kung, the oh. noise, uh, blood's running down my face. So my friends like, basically walked me back home. Um, <laughs> this was so long ago. Like we only had one car and my mom was out grocery shopping and so my dad was like in the shower shaving. So he comes out with shaving cream and I was like, Oh, I hit my head. So I just had to sit there and hang out. We didn't have cell phones. Right. Like we had, and we weren't paying for an ambulance. So it was like, all right, well sit there till your mom gets home and, uh, don't you fall know, asleep. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Wake up guys. I, ma- I made it. I, I survived. <laughs> um, I was worried for a second. Okay. 
Good. And this is where your mother finally finds out what happened that day uh, when she went food shopping and your father and you just stayed quiet when she got home. Yeah. Uh, this is when I was 18 years old. I was still playing hockey and uh, I took a skate through my equipment and it cut all the way into my leg. So here's what happened. There was a, a, a puck was in the opponent's zone and I go skating as fast as I can. The goaltender realizes that the only opportunity is to go out and, and smother the puck to stop play because I would have a breakaway on him. So he skates out as fast as he can and slides into the puck with his pads, pointing his skates forward. Oh, damn. His stick trips me out from, you know, trips my skates out, and his skate goes right into my leg around the upper thigh groin area. So I feel the skate enter, and it nicked my cup. So I could have had a very second serious circumcision there. But what happened was once he kind of backed away and the skate was removed from me, blood just started pouring out everywhere. I I think I hit shock at that moment because I start to stand up and try to skate, and I just feel my right leg go into jello. And my, I'm wearing a, my home uniform, so it's completely white uniform, until they became completely red because blood was everywhere. Yeah. Um, they had to stretcher me off the ice. Uh, the look of horror on the goaltender's face. Made it all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but they rushed me to the hospital because the cut is so deep. I mean, hockey skates are yeah, dude. probably about an inch and a half, two inches, I guess. Did they no, get your artery? They didn't get your artery. Right? They didn't uh, get your femoral artery? They did not. It, it missed it. So I'm more worried but, about that than the circumcision, man. But but the gash was so deep and wide that they had to emergency, you know, bring me right in. They had to, they first they stitched it up, or first they glued my muscles back together inside my leg. Interesting. Then they stitched up the skin to, to close it off, and then they put a layer of glue over top of that. But, I mean, I now have a nasty, you know. So you have a almost, dick and a gash is what you're saying. I do, yeah. Awesome. I, I've got both of those down there now. So uh, it's, it's, it's funny because, like, I played a lot of hockey and skateboarded my entire life, but I've never broken a bone. But I have all these weird, like, not bone injuries. You like, almost uh, died, was, man. There was one time where um, I was checked into an open door, and I kind of, like, split myself on the actual boards where the door was open, cutting me from, like, ribs down to my hip line. So these are these are always fun to uh, to relive these silly injuries. I've got uh, in high school, uh, senior year, I was skating while my niece and nephew were trick or treating. And so I was wearing like a costume with them. I was like, oh, we'll go out. Uh, it was one of those like Grim Reaper costumes with the face like that's classic black or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, and so like I'm not, you know, collecting candy and stuff. I'm 17. So, like, I'm just skating while I'm waiting, and I hit a crack uh, on, like, on the pavement, and I shatter, if this is my foot, I shatter all four of these bones, like, across mm -hmm. the middle mm -hmm. here, uh, all at once. And immediately, I know I've broken something, and I know it's bad. 
Uh, and so I take my shoe off and I'm waiting. And my sister looks at me and goes, are you just going to hang around and sit around on your skateboard all night? You know, your niece and nephew love to spend time with you. The least you could do is walk around with them. Oh, and and you didn't want to talk about what you just did. And I was like, I mean, you're right, but this is bad. And she goes, no, it's not. Stop being a baby. You're fine. Put your shoe back on. Wow. And so I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, We walk around the rest of this like apartment complex. My my brother-in-law and sister are like serious trick-or-treaters. They're the type that like, they plan out all the towns nearby, like doing trick or treat on different nights, you know, and they like, they go to the most like densely populated areas to get the most candy, you know, <laughs> spend, these... spend the $10 on candy. That, that's that's no, who they are. There's no trick or treating on different nights. Every other night, it's just begging for food. They're raccoons that are just going house to house <laughs> with a tr- gun tr- and a bag. Tr- <laughs> trick or treat. It's November. It's like... Well, and my so... gun says that it's still Halloween. <laughs> oh man! But uh, so eventually, she takes oh, me, and it's one of those situations where all the doctors in the emergency room like stop and go look at the X-ray together. Uh, and one of them, we hear go. I have never seen that before. <laughs> and so I just look at her and I'm like, it's not that bad. I can just suck it up. I'm being a baby. Like, just, All right. You know what? Fair. I mean, <laughs> you, you, I feel like you should have opened with that because really Kurt saved everyone's Thanksgiving. And I ruined um, everyone's and you ruined it, Yeah. <laughs> you ever saw weed, you know? I mean, uh, I, I, you know, does it affect you running in kind of marathon or anything now? Does it uh, mess with that? That's my excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't run because of that. Well, some people run marathons. I can. And what a lot of you people don't know, um, some of you do, is that in my spare time, I run marathons and 5Ks a lot. Um, I like to raise money for for kids and and Mm -hmm. people who need it. And, uh, you know, Charles and I, yep. about six months ago, we both started running 5Ks. Um, it's been great. Um, We've talked about it on the show. Why are y'all looking surprised? No, we ha- we've we never talked about God this because I'm like, oh, no. I never knew that. What? I sincerely never know knew this? that. Uh, yeah, we, we've been doing this for, for like almost a year and a half, six months, something like that. I mean, yeah. COVID time is weird. It is weird. <laughs> so the recent one that we were, were raising awareness for is uh, soulless orphans. You know, while we can't really give them a soul, what we can give them is money. And that's the best way to do is a, is a donation over at tiny.cc slash orphan chase. <laughs> now, the, 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 Sting, the, the Kurt, URL, Kurt, the URL is a little wonky, come on, but man. Chase Bank is actually a sponsor. Yeah. So they really wanted their name. And um, <laughs> that's fucking. Uh, it's all right. So tiny.cc slash orphan race. You get yourself a nice little uh, 5K medal here. Um, it's it's very beautiful. Cool. And every donation uh, really helps out, you know, some of those uh, soulless children, especially in the time for Halloween, you know. Nothing uh, says I love you more like giving your money to black-eyed children who show up on your doorsteps just looking to come in. Yeah. So, so I, have a, I have a question. What if I would yeah. rather than 
than spending money or, or donating money. What if I want to donate souls? How do I do that? Well, legally, you can't do that. Um, but I'll hit you up in the Oh, back so you're going to be you're going to be now. I I'll, I'll talk to you after the show, bud. Okay. You have a we only take souls that haven't been, you know, broken. Well, of so. course. Okay, good. I just want Hey, the legality around it is insane. So, once again, tiny.cc/orphanchase is where you can find that or you can find the show over at Almost Daily Pod on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is going to show up at some point if somebody got off their lazy <laughs> EMS ass. You can email the show about your stupid injuries over at almostdailypod at gmail.com. This thing's so great, too. Look at that. We, uh, I know, dude. That's what I got for well, fucking running my 5K, 5K off. Yep. Um, fuck, fuck, I'm, don't fuck orphans. Fucking <laughs> feed the orphans. Damn, uh, we record the show every Wednesday night at 8 p.m., uh, me, I'm the Imaginary Nomad. Twitch, Twitter, Instagram with a one. We uh, have brought back my Tuesday morning streams. I streamed for six and a half hours yesterday as we finished Mario 64 and jumped into a thousand year door. Botch Podcast is still a thing. Check that out. Nook's Tavern every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash Nook's Tavern. And, uh, you know, take care of yourself. Go to the hospital and... Uh, tiny.cc slash work for chase. chase.